0: Welcome to the Heart Matters Podcast with your host, Ibn Leon. Join us as we explore the intricacies of spirituality and self improvement. Gain a fresh perspective on enhancing your spiritual, emotional, and mental well being through the fusion of spirituality and self improvement. Enjoy Ibn's engaging conversations with guests from diverse backgrounds. They share unique perspectives on personal growth and holistic health. From spiritual leaders to relationship experts, entrepreneurs to creatives, each episode delivers knowledge and inspiration. Tune in to the Heart Matters podcast for profound conversations and practical advice, empowering you to live your best life. Chapter 5, Inspiring Stories Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Heart Matters Podcast. I am your host, Relationship Coach Lewis Mars. It is my belief that the vessel meaning the heart can only pour out that which it contains. Therefore, it is upon us to place those things that are good and beneficial into the heart so that we can emanate them out into the world and attract those things and those people that will be of benefit. Once again, we have another smart and focused guest on the program. This is all that we have on the program, by the way. I mentioned this countlessly And I'm going to continue to mention that. We have Taylor McCray on. Taylor McCray is with us. She is a business and mindset coach. She helps professional women online coaches and entrepreneurs design their dream lifestyle and build impact and income from their businesses. She has a BA in psych, which we need to talk about. And she is a certified life coach. And she went from studying therapy to becoming a life coach welcome miss taylor McCrae to the heart matters everyone how are you taylor you all right
1: Yes, I am. I'm doing great over here. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction.
0: <laughs> you like that? You like?
1: You yes. like? <laughs> I'm excited about this conversation. You have a way of speaking that just brings people in. So yes, I'm ready. It just draws people in like, oh, what are you saying? Just very captivating. So I'm happy to be a part of the podcast. Thank you so much for having me.
0: No problem. It's, it's a pleasure <laughs> to have you on. Let's start with the cycling. thing. Okay okay, why, why did you study this?
1: Yeah, so I decided to study psychology. It really started um, in high school. I had a class in high school, a psych class that I really enjoyed. It was just interested, just fascinating, uh, just understanding the mind more and how people think. And how all of us, we have different ways of perceiving things. So that was always fascinating for me, as well as wanting to understand home life, um, like personally, my home life and other people and relationships and wanting to be able to not only um, understand it for myself, but also be able to help other people and their systems, family systems, uh, couples, um, you know, self-love, just all of it. I want to be able to help as many people as possible or relationships. And it's crazy because in school, the vision I wanted was to be a marriage and family therapist. I'm I'm a high school student and it's like, you know what? I'm going to be a marriage and family therapist and I'm going to have my own private practice. That's, that's the goal. That's what it is. And I stayed on this journey for about seven years I was in uh, my I was in school for four years for the undergrad for psychology, and then I did a couple years for the marriage and Family Therapy, and then I decided to then become a coach. Um, but within that time, I was in all sorts of uh, fields where I was able to, you know, feel that. Feeling of fulfillment and purpose and meaning in life when it comes to helping other people, uh, whether it's a domestic violence shelter and helping other women who are having a hard time in their relationships or having to help uh, students, high school and middle school students who are, who need support when it comes to understanding the differences between healthy and unhealthy relationships, communication skills, um, avoiding like getting like date rape. And we, we talk about all sorts of things, you know, to help protect themselves. And even though they're so young, they absolutely need to know this information to be aware and to protect themselves and some of the cycles of abuse. And so that's, yeah. So that was my very first job as far as in the field that was related to psych and helping others. Um, that's where it started. And here I am as a coach. I, I had jobs in between, um, but that's where it all started
0: okay all right so why did you uh why did you leave the marriage and family therapy
1: why did Ooh. you leave that yes, great question so I decided to leave because while in school i so to be honest there is a few reasons <laughs> but uh so I, the school that I was in, it was about to close down and only be at the main campus, which is in the city. And I'm personally not a city person. I'd rather be on like the outskirts and I am like driving in the city is just too much, but I had to do that with the full-time that I had the full-time job that I had at the, at the time when I was a case manager, helping uh, people at a, acu- in a, acute treatment units. It's a, an, an inpatient using unit for people you know uh who need to go in like 72 hour hold or and voluntary or they want to admit themselves voluntarily. And that was an amazing job. I, I really appreciate, that was awesome. But that's a whole nother story too. But anyways, so I'm working and I have to get off and now I got to catch the afternoon traffic to get to school. What does this have to do with anything? That it had an impact because it's like, I got a job back and forth and doing all this. And then eventually the school's going to close down before I graduate. So it's like, man, okay, added stress. So there's that. And then I'm in these classes and I'm realizing the reason why the passion started to kind of fizz out is because I was learning that I, I didn't really like the whole insurance, like diagnosing people and where you you got to diagnose somebody and uh you you got to keep like people diagnosed for insurance purposes. And it has to be accepted by that insurance agency as far as what you're diagnosing them. So it's like it's, it seems like you're keeping people sick in order for them to still get help. And it's just, it's really weird. And I just didn't want to be a part of that. It's like, you know what? I would rather not so much focus on the diagnosing, but more so focus on moving forward in life, being able to push them forward and, and change their life. And for the at a point to where they're getting fulfillment and they're feeling the purpose and meaning in their life. And that's, that's where my heart was kind of leaning towards versus uh, sticking with the trauma. And what would it look like, like, as far as if I were to decide to continue this journey of being a marriage and family therapist, I have to continue school, I have to go through internship, I have to go through, you know, practicum and all this and work in corporate environments where I'm having to be the person that's diagnosing and keeping feeling like I'm keeping people sick. And I have nothing against therapy at all. Like I have a therapist and I've had coaches. I've had both of what I have wanted to be and what I am right now. Like, so I, I have hundred percent respect for it. It's just not for me. And that's just my views on it. And I just didn't want to be that person. Everybody has a job for something And that's just one of the things that's just not for me. I'll help people. I love helping people, but there's just, there's levels to it. There's boundaries there. And that's the boundary that I decided to set. And that's my decision as far as, yeah. And then also, I didn't want to wait to go through school and the hours and stuff. I just wanted to like, um, I wanted to start now. I wanted to start helping people in the way I wanted to now. So, yeah. Okay.
0: So why did you become a mindset coach? Was it because of the psych experience? Was it because of that?
1: Mm, breathe that. I'm gonna breathe that in. So that was part of it. The passion definitely came from that, and also it came from my own personal experience with work and in corporate environments. I initially became a mindset coach because I, and I, I, wanted to be the, my slogan thing was live authentically with positive self-awareness. Like I help unfulfilled workers, um, start a bit, I help unfulfilled workers start their business or f- yeah, that, I think that was what it was. Yeah. I help unfulfilled workers find like not start their business, but help. That was the population. I wanted to help unfulfilled workers because I was that person that was unfulfilled and I wanted to start my own business. And so it's like, okay. And then it just turned into that, but that's where it started. Helping unfulfilled workers, working through like any limiting beliefs that they have imposter syndrome, feeling like they don't belong in environments, especially for, and I'm, I'm a black woman and I was leaning more towards helping, making an impact in the Black community. And I know that we all have our experiences in corporate and that's, I've had my experiences and I wanted to help that population to work through these so that way they don't feel so like left out and they don't feel like they have to wear this mask, um, this, you know, strong Black woman's syndrome mask or strong Black man's syndrome mask. And So I I wanted to help them work through those feelings that they have and really find purpose in their lives. And it just turned into where I'm at right now as far as um, helping, you know, professionals and online coaches and entrepreneurs with their businesses, work through mindset and business. So yeah, so doing both right now. But at first, that's where it started. And then it turned into where I'm at now.
0: Okay, so all right. So now let me see if I'm right in what I'm hearing here, right? it seems like that you didn't care much for working in corporate. Uh, is this, is this what I'm getting here? That's that This is, this was not, <laughs> this was not an enjoyable experience for you.
1: Um, not completely. There were some, uh, positions that I really did like, and there were some that I didn't, not so not so much. Each job had its purpose. Each job had its purpose. And, um, and I feel at this time, I'm looking for something that is, that is where I'm happy. I'm not just in it for, like, I want to help people and I want to get paid. But as far as the treatment from the employee, the employers, corporate, that's important. I need, I need to be feeling welcomed and appreciated and that's something that in DEI trainings, like diversity trainings and stuff is important. So, and all, all sorts of trainings to help like people be more aware of what they say and how they treat other people. And that's what I'm looking for versus settling that I am an advocate from my experiences to, um, for people to attract a job, look for a job that is what they want and what they need instead of settling
0: okay all right so all right so are you are you saying that you witnessed that the people in that particular uh life for for lack of a better term some of the people were not being treated well yes so that was that was one of your main reasons for getting out of it
1: yeah um It was. So that was my, one of my main reasons, including myself. And, and I personally was let go from one of my positions. And this was like my first big girl job after college, after graduating. And I was let go because things were getting overwhelming and I was starting to make mistakes. And the thing is my reasoning for that is because my it was a I'm a case manager and there's this other girl who's a case manager she quit and then it was just me running things so pretty much me doing two full-time positions same pay and well this is the crisis unit and things are it can it was just getting more and more overwhelming we eventually got a new person and it's me trying to train her and all this but I I learned though from okay so that was my experience so being let go from that particular position And there is situations like, let's say, like as far as diversity goes and people being not aware of being asked certain questions like, Taylor, how many wigs do you have? Or Taylor, your hair just magically grew overnight. You know, just inappropriate stuff that doesn't need to be said in front of a whole team meeting in front of other coworkers, other employees, that this is incredibly inappropriate and unprofessional. And things like that and just that strong like okay you know it is what it is let me just suck it up I gotta you know code switch and all this it's like all right you know it's just so it's the pressure of it's it's the divert the lack of um awareness of what people are saying and doing as well as the lack of um how they're, how they're treating their employees too. I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel emotionally safe to go to my supervisors and let them know like what's going on. And as far as like, I'm having a hard time, you know? And so, but that's I what I learned though, from this experience, but yeah, that is something. And that's something that I would teach my, that I do teach my clients and let them know to speak up to their supervisors. Like you have a voice here. You're a person, you're, you're an employee at this, at this company, you matter. And though these employees and corporate wants to treat their employees as like, oh, you're replaceable as, you know, as just another person, like I can replace you in like next week or whatever, but we are still humans. We're people and we deserve to be treated with respect and and love and care and, and and feel safe. So I teach that for my clients and I teach that. And I'm an advocate for that because I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel that strong. I didn't, I didn't have the courage to speak up really. And, you know, I needed to get fired and it, I I was so hurt when that happened, you know, but it is, it is what it is. It happened. And I learned so much. I learned that I need to speak up sooner and I need to also make sure that I'm working in a company that I, I, feel loved and I feel like I feel validated and, and recognized so I want that for other people and if they're not getting it from their job they can get it from creating something of their own their own business
0: hmm. yeah. okay all right okay so what what is it now you know say that excites you about this job about your business
1: What excites me about this position, I mean my business, is that I am I'm myself. Like I'm able to to be my complete self. And it just it feels so good to be able to create a program that is has, has helped many women, including myself and it's just, it's so much like, okay. So being able to create like a program of my own, that's able to help other people. And when I coach it's, it's effortless. Like I I love just coaching people and and just helping them out with you know their issues or you know the 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 aha moments like you know the wide eyed are like oh my gosh or they take a moment and they're just quiet for a while and it's like yeah think about that or they they start crying you know it's not like yes they cried it's just more so <laughs> like they <laughs> just, there's a breakthrough moment here like yeah it is just beautiful and it just warms and lights up my heart and it's not as heavy as how i felt i didn't feel recharged after working some of these jobs i felt I feel recharged now. Like I felt exhausted with those jobs that I feel recharged when I coach. Like it's the coaching aspect of it. Like all the administration work, honestly, delegation, that's, that's, the goal. Okay. To delegate, delegate, delegate. When it comes to coaching, that's my thing. When it comes to going live and being on video, that's it. When it comes to dancing, you know, doing the things that I love, which is dancing and showing up and, and dressing how I want, you know, my hair out, out. If I want the fro, I got the fro out, you know, whatever, like don't got a code switch. None of that. Like I can just be my complete self within my business. And it just feels so good to be able to do that and get paid for it. So Mm -hmm. that, and When it comes, so as far as like personality and self-expression, yes. And in helping others, it's over the years from the jobs that I've worked as a a victim advocate, a care coordinator, a case manager, an adult mentor for intellectually delayed folks for um, what else? A student, uh, I don't know if I said this already, student success coach, you know, lots of call centers, of course, but all that gave me experience to in hotlines all that gave me experience to you know be able to work with people and be a great listener be very empathetic and, and and validating but also like all right let's create a plan like let's go you know like let's feel let's work through these feelings but let's also you know get going with your goals and and just it's just beautiful to be able to see somebody change their lives from Like me having an impact in their life changing. Like it's absolutely amazing. Yes. Okay. Okay. All
0: right. So, all right. So, one of the reasons I asked because I understand, you know, people, but it's different for me. I get the same reactions, you know, people, you know, they get the aha moment, you know, they start crying. But in many cases, right, when they start to feel that way, they back up, Mm. they don't go forward because. Relationships is different than business. It's different. You know what I'm saying? It's not like business. You know what I'm saying? It's when you're attached to another person, you know, and you're in love, you know, and you uh you you trusted this person or you confided in this person, and now uh things are starting to go awry, right? And I question you and I bring that out, right? Many people don't want to go forward with that. They don't want to continue that healing process. So when I get them on the call, on a consultation call, and and they get that aha moment because of a question that I asked them, or they start crying because I tap into an emotion that that they were hiding, Mm. they back up. They don't want to work with me. Mm -hmm. Not because they don't see that I'm good that the value that I'm going to bring to them they see it that's why they don't want to do it wow so it's different for me than it is for you so that's why I wanted to ask you that question what what is the because I still get to I still feel good about not them crying or anything like that but knowing that I can be effective
1: right Mm. at what I do yeah
0: You know what I'm saying? So whether they work with me or not, it's just a sign for me that I need to continue. You know what I'm saying? So is that is that the same thing that you that you experience where you even if the person says, well, you know, Taylor, I don't really want to work with you. Do you still come out of it like, okay, well, you know, it wasn't it wasn't me. It's just that they they put up a block but it still lets me know that I can be effective in what I do. Is that, is that, did you still get that when people back out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I honestly, I feel like that, that comes with fear of success. You know, we, we talk about fear of failure all the time, not like you and me, but just in general, but like fear of success. Nobody really talks about that fear success as in, cause I know from a business standpoint, but as far as like relationship point of, you know, having that loving relationship or calling somebody in for, you know, as, as far as your situation of what success looks like in a relationship and, and it's, it's uncomfortable. And there was something, oh, there was something that you said. Okay. So when it comes to, as far as my experience in, in getting that, when people are, when they back up, that shows me that not only, like you said, you know, it's effective, but also, That it planting that seed, planting that seed. So if anything, if they got anything from this conversation, I planted the seed. It's always going to be there, whether they work with me, another person, nobody. They have that inside of them. The seed is there. It's been watered. So they just got to continue watering it if they want to, you know, see growth in that area of their life. So definitely, absolutely, I'm with you on that.
0: Okay. All right. Now now let's let's go back to the beginning. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> when you first decided to make this transition, right? Because I remember how it was for me. How scary was it for you?
1: Oh, yes. It was very scary. Um, because I was in grad school at the time. So I was in grad school. I was work, was I working? I was working as an adult mentor at the time. So I'm doing this job, and then I'm going. I'm doing the school. I've been, and I was doing YouTube. I had my own YouTube channel. It's Tell It Tay, y'all. Check it out. Um, <laughs> tell It Tay, Tell It Tay. Okay, so that that's the YouTube channel, though. I was stu- I was doing that, and it was really about self love. And I that took a moment. That's a whole nother, But yeah, so I got my YouTube channel going, and then I realized. Like I've been learning about coaches all that was just popping up on my newsfeed. You know, how stuff just pops up on your newsfeed or suggestions where it's like, wait a minute, I need this. So anyways, so people are talking about what, well, what is a life coach? And I'm learning what a life coach is. And as I'm learning therapy and understanding coaching, I'm like, this sounds very familiar. So then I'm like, okay, well, what's the difference. And then there's all this about you could change your life and it's going to be amazing. Quit your job. And it's like, okay, like, (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I I was having a moment though. Yeah. So I I was honestly freaking out, and I had to like make some phone calls, like just try to confide in people and professionals. Like, okay, I need help, and because it's just a huge thing. I've been doing this for seven years on this journey, and then all of a sudden, I'm doing something that's that kind of it's, it's not the same thing. So, not really. So, dropping school that I've been working so hard for. For coaching that I'm just now learning about. But low key, I have been doing this for like since 2014, you know, so I've been doing this for such a long time, that it's just been a different title. So it's like, wait, I got this, you know, so I was trying, I was building up confidence through that, where because life coaching is like how Oprah would say life school like, or it's either Oprah or Lisa Nichols, one of them, they would say life school is life school is your experience. You know, it's not just, it's not just like with therapy, with the training and stuff. All right. But to am- go back to your question though, as far as the beginning and, and how I felt very scary because I'm trying to differentiate the two. I don't want to overlap therapy and coaching. And also I don't want to fail. I I, I don't want to fail. And what, what are people going to think of me? A lot of people know that I've been on this journey and I'm not like the, the loudest person in the room either. So it's like, who's Taylor? Who does she think she is? You know, I got people from high school, middle school, college, grad school that are, are hearing me and watching me, you know, speaking up about like life coaching. I'm a life coach. What's up? Check me out now. And it's just, I don't, It it was scary. And the imposter syndrome is definitely coming up. Uh, but I, I, I learned like, you just got to go for it. It's not going to be perfect, but you just got to do your first live video. And I did it. It was two minutes long. I was so nervous. My heart was just pounding. Honestly, I low key, like beginning, I, I still get nervous, you know, and it may not seem like it, but I do get nervous for these lives, but it, it's fun though. It's, it's that adrenaline rush. Okay. I hope I'm, I'm answering the question though, but, uh, You're yeah, a that's you are doing fine? Okay. you do doing fine? You're doing fine. <laughs> Thank you so much. The, the investments is the, probably something that you're probably like, yeah, when it comes to, cause when you're, when you're a coach or starting something new, you got to invest in yourself. Okay. So these coaches out here, okay. They thousands of dollars. And I've talked to over 15 different programs, trying to figure out what to do. And I felt desperate. I felt really desperate. Like, oh my gosh, I need this. So that way I could quit my job. And I, I just want to be happy. I just want to help people and just, you know, and it was just, it was it was kind of just looking back. It's just interesting to think about that it was that desperation, and where I felt like I needed this in order to have a good life. Because there's all kinds of advertisements in the coaching industry about that, where they're working at the beach with the laptop, and it's like, dang, I want that life. Okay, I don't want to work for nobody. I want to, you know. So, uh, but I I learned a lot. Um, quitting job from dropping from dropping out of grad school, switch you know switching careers and go and, and quitting jobs. I quit three jobs within my uh, career as a, as a life coach. And I learned so much. And one of those things is like, think you can have, you can have $5,000 months, you can have $200 months, $0 months. But at the end of the day, I feel like the best way to be successful and, and like consistent is to keep your job. You know, maybe you could get a new job, but keep your job while you're working that business. That's something that I learned the hard way. And I needed to learn that so that way I can be an inspiration for others. But you know, it's, it's hard, you know, when you're trying to make something of yourself and um, like you, you, you want it so bad. And, but you're also like, my mom would say your basic needs, what does what she say? You got to feel whole. You're, you, you won't feel wholeness. You won't feel wholeness until your basic needs are met. And that's something that's, I don't know, for me, I, I'd love to hear your experience too. But for me, that was just, it was mind blowing hearing that, but it was just, it was hard because I've been sacrificing my well being you know, so my, my basic needs, you know, for this. And it's something I love, I have so much passion for, but we got to take care of ourselves first, you know, um, it can be easy to like, give your 500% in your business, but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So what? So you went, you, you, you went back to the job.
1: Yeah. I went back in the, in the, um, let's say nine to five life. So I'm back in that nine to five life. And I realized that when you are back into, for me, I was most successful when I was working. So (laughs) I was like, you know what? Yeah. I have my, yeah. But yeah, I did. What, What was your, I'm curious to know your experience, you know, like as far, you know, I, I love to hear from you. Like it was it a similar experience?
0: Yeah, well, I did mine in 2020 when the uh when the COVID hit. That's when I started everything in 2020 when the COVID
1: hit. Yeah. What was it similar as far like I know with the investments and like the fear I just no, I just I just
0: knew I had to do it. Yeah. You know, and if 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 there was a good time to do it, that was the best time to do it. So I understood that I had to do that. But then, you know, uh, last year, you know, I had to get the quadruple bypass. You know, I had a heart attack, so I had to get the quadruple. So, technically, I can't work anymore a regular job. I can't, I can't do that anymore. So, uh, but this is my job. I'm a relationship coach and an author. This is my job. I just told a friend of mine that the other day. You know, he asked me where I work at. I said, this is my job. But the point that I'm making is, is that you have to keep going. Even if you, even if you have to keep your job for a while, you have to keep going. You can't stop because, (laughs) and one of the reasons that you can't stop is because you have something to offer people. You have something to contribute. You got to keep that in your head. You can't, you can't. Don't get that out your head. No, you have something that, you, that is valuable to people. Now, everybody may not like it, but you're not trying to serve everybody. You're only trying to serve the people who want the service. And there are people who want the service. You know, so that's, you know, that's been my mindset the whole time. You know, so, but fortunately, I was able to, like, you know, save money because I'm not a spendthrift. I save. So now, you know, saying now that you know things hit a little rocky patch because of the new COVID, you know, then I just have to, you know, I have to, you know, be invented. That's why I'm going on the book tour and stuff like that, you know, book signing and stuff like that. So yeah, you just, but you gotta keep going. Can't stop. So what what was it that helped you get over the hump where you said, because I'm sure it was a moment where you said, man, this is, you know, this is not gonna work. You know, but what helped you get over that and say, "No, I I have to keep going"?
1: I would say um, thinking about those, just mentally preparing myself for going back into the corporate life. It was just, it was a lot. Like, oh, can I? Like, like I'm okay now, but then. it was just to, the thought of working for someone else and, and going through training, especially and I, it, an employer, it's hard to find a really good uh, job, an employer who who loves you, who like, who has love for you, who appreciates you, who recognize you, who treats you as, you know, as a person versus a number. And that's, that was the fear. I was like, okay, going back, I would be certain I could potentially set myself up to be in that position again and I just and I, I think I think about this every time I come to that point where it's like oh my gosh this is getting hard I want to like just oh I don't know about this I, I think about that I think about what what would that mean you know if I were to just completely stop now I'm working for someone else for how long you know the rest of my life question mark like what what, what is the plan here And it's just, and then I think what will, what would the plan look like? And it always goes to something I'm creating. It's always a project or, okay, boom, boom, boom. It's always something where I, I'm a creator. I'm a creator. You're a creator. We are creators. And when we have that drive, it's that that's what it is. It's like, okay, if, if not this, then what, and it's always something where you're creating it. So it's like, okay, just, so I put myself in the position, like, okay, what would it look like if I were to just say F this, that's what it would look like. And that's not for me.
0: Okay. Why do you only work with women?
1: Okay. <laughs> I knew this question was coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so I only work with women at this time because I've had experiences um, in my journey in the beginning where with men that I've worked with, where they were inappropriate and they would flirt and Given this is like a one, this was at the time when I was very first starting and I, I needed like, I was providing like free coaching sessions and they were, it was just like one or two, three sessions. And each time it was like, okay, flirting, like, I don't know how to, is this, uh, you know, I don't know how many how, if this is, I just didn't feel comfortable and and I, I'm very intuitive and I listen to my body. And if I feel some type of way, then it's probably just not something that I need to keep doing. And I wasn't sure how to, I don't, I just, wasn't sure how to like work within with and, and keep it going and, and put myself in a position where I I'm in that again. And I've always had a thing for, well, not a thing, but a an advocate for men showing their feelings, like it's okay because they got a mask too. They have men have masks and they need to feel they have feelings, and and we're in a society where they're they they gotta be strong for their family or or for their uh, significant other. Or, you know, or whatever work environment friends and so that they got to be tough and it's like men need mentors man like they, they need somebody there to, to lean on to encourage them to motivate them to keep going and to feel like it's okay not this macho man where it's like it's this way or the highway type of person but more so somebody who's just somebody who's going let's see. I'm trying to think of like leaders, like Will Smith is a good guy. He just had this book. Uh, he has this book, uh, called Will. Like that's a good one. Who else? Uh, I don't know. Tony Robbins or, you know, like he, he'll cry, he'll cry in front of his clients, you know? And it's just, it's just beautiful to see that, you know, where he's, so I, so as far as that's my reasoning for why I don't do it, but I don't have anything against men not getting help because they do need help. And who knows, maybe, I'll eventually open myself up to that again, but at this time I just don't feel comfortable enough to do that. It's not for me. But whenever that does come in, like as far as men needing help, I'm gonna send them over to Mister Lewis, okay? <laughs> or I'm gonna I'm send them to you know I want to know more male coaches, and that that's and that's why I really wanted to reach out to you, Lewis, to so that way I I want to because though feeling uncomfortable with my circumstances and situations. I want to open myself up to having these conversations with other male coaches and building out the referral list to refer out for men or for women who, where it would be a a great fit for you. So, but yeah, that's my answer. Yeah. (laughs) I love it.
0: (laughs) All right. So what you got coming up Taylor, what you got going on? I seen you got something going on on Facebook on the 29th.
1: Yes, I do. Okay. So I got a couple of things going on. So yeah, I have, uh, there is the event on the 29th. So it's another, it's an interview. So I'm interviewing Emid Martinez. She is a motivation coach. I'll be talking with her and she is going to be, uh, she helps women. Let me pull up that I have like a flyer for it, but I'm, I'm really excited to work with her on that and get her out there. I want to help. I want to interview people too and and bring help empower people that's that's my thing for this year one of the things one of the many things fearless self-love is one of them got to take care of yourself fill your cup up first um and then also networking like with you and with other people men or women like i'm i'm down for interviewing men too that's fine (laughs) i'm just working with them that's the only thing but um just being able to just network other people and empower and uplift each other we're at this we're all in this journey of life together trying to find purpose and meaning And we're here together. We, what's, what's wrong with supporting each, like supporting each other. We're not in competition. We're like, we're here together. There's more than enough money and clients for everybody. So, you know, we just got to do our part, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and anyway, so that's something, so I'll be interviewing her. And then on the 26th, Wait, what's happening? Oh, on the 26th Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time, we are, so it's a, it's the very first group call uh, for this program. It's called Bounce Back and Boss Up 2022. And within this program, you'll be, I'll be helping you bounce back from like self-doubt, and any type like imposter syndrome, any type of limiting beliefs that you have, and then bossing up. You know, starting your own business for those of you who are working your nine to five job, you're wanting to quit, or you're and wanting to be your own boss, or maybe you have your own business and you're beginning phases, and you're just having a hard time staying motivated. Like we've been talking on this call, and in that getting that momentum going. Like we know, me and Louis like how hard, like not how hard, but there there's those moments in time, you know. And I, I want to be there to support you to work through those times and also provide like business hacks and resources and strategies and coaching. Like you get one-on-one coaching and group coaching to help you work through those things and boss up and, and, and be consistent in 2022. Okay. We're here to make some boss moves and, and, and manifest your, your dream lifestyle, build more impact build more income in your life so you could provide for your family, start creating generational wealth. Like that's the goal. That's where it's at, okay? We move in. There's no, one of my business coaches, that she said, there's no other option but to succeed, okay? That's what it is, all right? So that is what I'm offering right now. It's a monthly mentorship. It's at $55 at this time, but prices will be going up throughout the year because of so much that you get in a month. So definitely hit me up, y'all. Mm-hmm. To save your spot. All
0: right. So tell the people how they get in touch with you.
1: Yes. So yeah, you are a great host, by the way. I love the questions <laughs> and the conversation. Yeah. Going, yeah. Yeah, it's very flowing. I get my job. This is my
0: job. This is part <laughs> of my job. You know. Yeah. You're,
1: yes, you're doing great. You're 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 awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Taylor J McCary uh, on Facebook and also on Instagram taylor j mccary and then i also have the website and you'll be able to see that in my bio whether instagram or facebook you can go ahead and click that bio or you can hit me up via message and let's have a conversation we can connect and um but the link that'll direct you to more information about the program whether else what else uh, what else i have going on and uh go from there but yes that's how you can reach me okay
0: thanks taylor Appreciate yes. you coming on. <laughs> Thank
1: you for having
0: yeah. me. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a pleasure having you on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're always so bubbly and you know, you know, yeah, I love it. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you reaching out, coming on the show. I really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: All right, thanks, Taylor.
1: All right,
0: bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks. That was Miss Taylor McCrae. She is a business and mindset coach. We appreciate her coming on the program. As always, we we are really blessed here at The Heart Matters to have uh, smart guests who come on and share information and are transparent with us. And we appreciate Taylor coming on. Uh, Please, I encourage you, as always, to follow me on Instagram at Lewis underscore Morris underscore coaching. That's at L-O-U-I-S underscore M-O-R-R-I-S underscore coaching for daily relationship tips and advice. We're always trying to help the couples and singles navigate the relationship realm with spirituality, love, intimacy, and trust. And also pick up my new book, The Patterns of the Power Couple, by going to lewismarscoaching.com in the resources, resources section. We also have some other uh, books over there as well. Uh, visit the link tree as well on Instagram where we have some of the apparel and things like that uh, to support uh, the heart matters. And we would appreciate that. Please share the podcast, uh, like the podcast, uh, give us a review. If you feel so inclined, we would really appreciate that. We are trying to uh, elevate our status so we can help more people because this is what it's about. uh, Helping people. Of course, we want to make a living, but it is more important. The goal is to help as many people as we possibly can with hard matters. And uh, we are really uh, appreciative that you've given us this platform, this this, uh, this ability to help uh, people in this uh, very sensitive area. Uh, Once again, uh, we have some great things coming up, great interviews, you know, great solo podcasts. Also, if you want to uh, get in touch with me for any coaching, just go to the website, lewismarscoaching.com, and schedule a free 45 minute consultation call. We, we work with the singles and the couples. So uh, please look into that. And uh, thank you guys for all of your support. And I will speak to you again soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Heart Matters Podcast for a relationship. Spiritual coaching and resources go to the Heart Matters Brand Link tree, which is link T R dot E slash L O U I S M O R R I S That's Link T R dot E slash L O U I S M O R R I S and we will see you again soon.